glory be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, beloved, I want to welcome you to uh, this week's episode of Glenn Podcast, the official podcast channel of Global Emancipation Ministries, Calgary, Canada. Uh, mandate is still liberating men through the knowledge of the truth, and that's what the Lord has been helping us to do via this uh, avenue. I want to appreciate you for uh, listening to these uh, episodes as they become available to you. Thank you so much for listening and thanks for taking action regarding the principles that are being shared uh, on this uh, episode. It's a prayer that as you keep applying the word of God, your testimonies will continue to increase and others will come to you to learn about your God in the name of Jesus. Uh, that's what I want to encourage you to subscribe to this podcast channel if you have not yet done so and also encourage others around you to do the same. The subscription is free. Uh, it's just... Um, it's one way of uh, preventing you from missing out on any episode the Lord might be bringing your way on a particular week. And you can do that on Anchor, uh, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Pandora. Regardless of the platform, all that matters is subscription. When you subscribe, uh, depending on the device you're using to any of these uh, listening platforms, you'll be able to have access to episodes as they become available and uh, if you also want you can just type in Glenn Podcast on Google search box and click on search it's going to bring out the uh, all the different uh, listening platforms where you can subscribe and keep listening as you do that the Lord bless you mightily in Jesus name to learn more about our ministry kindly visit our website at www.glem.org www.glom.org you have access you will have access to all the information whatever you want to know about this ministry all the information is there and uh, we want to encourage you also to follow us on social media on facebook twitter instagram uh, linkedin connect with us like our pages so that you can keep abreast of fresh updates as they become available it's a prayer that you will not miss out on anything the lord has ordained to be yours in the name of jesus amen well it's another week and uh, this week the lord is going to be speaking to us again and uh, definitely by the time this episode is over it's my prayer that you would have been transformed you would have become mightily blessed and the uh, testimonies would have been generated even in your life in the name of jesus so before we go into the episode proper let's take a moment and commit the session to the hands of the lord in prayer let us pray our father and our god thank you for yet another week thank you for preserving our lives to witness this uh, moment Thank you for all you've done for us in time past. Thanks for what you are doing now. And thank you in advance for what you're still going to do. Thank you because there's no time we gather before you that you do not speak to us. We appreciate you for the entrance of your word and even for the grace to understand your word. You know, not everybody who, who hears your word understands. Thank you because it has been given to us to understand the mysteries of your kingdom. Thanks for this access. Thanks for this opportunity. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. We commit this episode into your in-law speak to us again give us fresh insight into your words so that by the time this session is over we look back and have all the cause to glorify your name thank you so much for always answering our prayers in jesus mighty name we pray amen praise the name of the lord uh yeah i want to welcome you once again uh to this week's episode of glenn podcast and today like we said earlier on the lord is going to be speaking to us on a very important topic and the topic we're going to be considering in this particular episode is the power of applied knowledge. The topic before us today is the power of applied knowledge. It's not just the power of knowledge, but the power of applied knowledge. 
you understand better as we go on. Now let's look at our text. We're going to be taking um, two two texts. We're going to be looking at John chapter thirteen verse seventeen. We're going to be looking at John thirteen seventeen, and we're going to be looking at James one twenty two to twenty five. John thirteen seventeen, according to the King James version, says, "If ye know these things, happy are ye if ye do them. If ye know these things, happy are ye." If ye do them. James 1 22 to 25, we'll be looking at that from a New Living Translation. James 1 22 to 25. It says, But don't just listen to God's word, you must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. I take that again. But don't just listen to God's word, like you're doing now. You must do what it says. Otherwise, you are only fooling yourselves. For if you listen to the word and don't obey, it is like glancing at your face in the mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. I like that text. It's clear simple english if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free the word of god and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard then god will bless you for doing it may the lord bless his word in our heart in jesus name you see contrary to the popular saying that knowledge is power you know people say knowledge is power that's one thing you hear pop me everywhere uh, you know, knowledge is power. You know, knowledge is power. Contrary to that popular saying, I put it to you that knowledge is not yet power until it is correctly applied. I'm changing that saying. Knowledge is not yet power until it is correctly applied. It's not really what you know that generates your desired results. Rather, it is what you do with what you know that commands results that's the way it works it's not just what you know that produces results it is what you do with what you know that commands results you know let's say i give you an example quickly before we go further uh, let's say you have you have a son very young son you know uh, maybe maybe a year old or two years old thereabout and uh, you went to meet the nutritionist you know maybe you had an appointment with the doctor and they said okay uh the way they did one test or the other and they say oh your son really needs to be taking milk uh he needs to be taking milk every day you know and uh, for him to have this for him not to develop this they just tell you all manners of things in medical terms and all those things and and they told you what to do now what's the information you have just been given your son needs milk every day right for him to be healthy and for him not to develop certain you know conditions they told you they told you in the hospital and now that's information they've just told you that milk is what we solve the problem milk is what your son needs and you go straight to the store and you, you know gather milk all manners of bottles of milk cans of milk 
and you you know you just loaded up your fridge brought all of them home paid brought them home and loaded your fridge with milk to the extent that if somebody just opens your fridge the first thing they will see all the layers upper layer middle layer sideways milk everywhere okay now you've got the knowledge you've got information from the hospital then you did something by by bringing all the milk into the house and you just leave everything there but following day your son didn't take any milk uh, another day for one week no milk now there's milk in the fridge all manners of milk whatever plant-based animal-based all manners of milk because of the information you got but your son wasn't drinking he wasn't taking any of those milk so uh day one day two day three day four day five one week has passed two weeks have passed three weeks have passed i have a question for you now the fact for the fact that you have your your fridge loaded up with milk does that imply that your son will benefit from the content and the nutrients that the milk produces well your guess is as good as mine the answer is no you can load your house with milk if your son does not open his mouth or probably you open the mouth of that your son and pour milk inside that mouth and your son takes the milk into his system all the nutrients contained in the milk will have no value in the body of your son your son god forbid can still suffer from deficiency deficiency of certain you know uh, certain nutrients that would have been that would have been present if he had taken the milk he will still develop the condition everything the doctor said will happen if he doesn't take me will still happen so just because you have access to the word of god just because your cars all the cars in yours they are loaded with messages tapes just because you listen to 85 sermons per day <laughs> that doesn't mean you will live a life of freedom that doesn't mean the devil will leave you alone that doesn't mean your life will be beautiful no that's like loading your fridge with milk it is only when you apply what you claim to have heard from the word of god or from sermons or what you claim to have read that is the only time you are permitted to expect results so i don't care if all your notebooks are filled up with sermons no devil is intimidated with abundance of sermons the devil fears one man who will apply one verse the man who will apply just one verse of the bible just one verse the devil is afraid of the man who will apply just one verse than the man who will read the bible from cover to cover for 10 years back to back without applying anything the devil will run at us when he finds one man who is hell-bent on applying just one verse he will fear that man than the one who reads all the scriptures genesis in to to revelation in hebrew in greek in aramaic whatever translation that's your business devil is not bothered 
I have a question. What are you doing with what you claim to know? You say you know the word of God. What are you doing with it? What are you doing with what you know? We are looking at the power of applied knowledge. Did you notice in that John 13, 17 we read? John 13, 17 quoted above. It says, your happiness is only dependent on your doing and not just on your knowing. He said, if ye know these things, he didn't say, happy are ye for knowing them. No. Jesus said, if ye know these things, happy are ye for doing them. Doing what? These things. Which these things that you know? So you must know and you must do. That's the only time you can have happy are ye. So if they ask me to write another scripture, to write the, the you know, uh, the other part, the opposite of this scripture, he will say, if ye know these things, unhappy and sad are ye, if ye do not do them, even though ye know them. That's what the Bible says. It says your happiness is only dependent on your doing and not on your knowing. There is no sense in acquiring information if you aren't going to do anything about it. Why are you acquiring knowledge when you're not going to use it? What's the purpose? How is your life going to be different from somebody who lacks knowledge? You have knowledge, you are not applying it. Somebody does not have knowledge. You are in the same category. There's no difference. So why bother? Why waste time? Why listen to the word of God? Why read the Bible if you're not going to do what it says? Why? Why listen to messages if you're not going to apply what it says? Why waste your time? Why not just go do something else? Why acquire knowledge when you're not going to do anything about it? Happy are ye if ye do them. The happiness is in doing. You know, that's why we have a lot of frustrated Christians. I'm sorry to say. If you go to church, you see people who are unhappy. And it shouldn't be. They should be happy in church. People who, who have listened to messages for years and their lives have they can't they don't have anything to show for it in their lives because they have only been they have been amassing information, amassing knowledge without application. And yet happiness only depends on the doing, not even the acquiring. That's what the Bible says. Look at what happened in the story of the woman with the issue of blood. And it's a popular story. The, the woman with the issue of blood, as, re, uh, as recorded in Mark chapter 5. If you have time, you can read it. Mark chapter 5, 30, 25 to 34. The story of that woman is there. The woman who had been bleeding for 12 years before she met Jesus. Mark 5, 25 to 34. She had heard about Jesus. Read, the, read, read that story. The Bible says she had heard about Jesus. Because she had spent all she had on her sickness. Nothing was happening. She had consulted the best physicians. Nothing was happening. In fact, the Bible says all are living. The money, everything she had. She has spent it on this matter of bleeding for 12 years. The Bible said instead of her matter to improve, it grew worse. All money gone and condition even got worse. The Bible says when she heard... She had heard about what did she hear about Jesus? That Jesus could heal, right? Jesus could save, Jesus could deliver. In fact, Jesus had just cast out 
some demons, about 6,000 demons, the legion of demons from one madman of Gadara who went about preaching in Decapolis. Probably it was when that man was talking in Decapolis that the woman with the issue of blood also had, really? The man who can cast out 6,000 demons in a man from job by just talking. 12 years of blood is nothing to him. She had heard about Jesus and she made a decision to get her healing simply by touching his garments. Verse 28, if you look at verse 28 of that Mark chapter 5 in KJV says, For she said, If I may touch his clothes, I shall be whole. That's the decision she made. She knew touching the garment of Jesus would draw his healing power into her body. She was aware. Now, that's knowledge. That's knowledge. But even with this knowledge, her problem still, she was still bleeding. Her problem still remained. She knew there was enough power in Jesus and even in his garment to solve a problem of 12 years. She knew. But the knowledge did not do her any good. She was still bleeding. Her problem was still worse. However, the moment she acted out what she knew by actually touching the garment of Jesus, when she applied the knowledge, when she acted it out, when she took action in, in line with what she knew, by actually touching the garment of Jesus, her 12 years of infirmity dried up right there. The problem was solved immediately. It was when this woman decided to do something about what she knew that her problem became solved. That was when her problem became solved. And according to that John 13, 17, that was when she became happy. Happier, yay, if ye do them. That's when she knew Jesus could take care of her problem. She knew touching the hem of the garment of Jesus could solve her problem. And she did it. That's the meaning of if ye know these things, happy are ye if you do them. Because the woman became happy. How will she not be happy? 12 years problem, all her money, everything gone. Jesus, just by touching Jesus, it was solved. She did something with what she knew. And she got her results. And she became happy. You know God answers prayers. Nobody can make you doubt. You know. You know very well. You know God answers prayers. There's no doubt about it in your heart. You can argue it out anywhere. You know the God of heaven answers prayers. That's great. That's nice knowledge. But do you know that until you pray, that knowledge will do you no good? It will do you no good. You have to actually pray in order to receive and enjoy the answers to your prayers. I serve a God who answers prayers. Congratulations. You go buy stickers and put it on your car, put it on your door, say, I'm a prayer warrior. I'm a prayer warrior. I, my God answers prayers. Congratulations. In fact, you can tell us 156 verses of the Bible that talks about God answers prayers. You, If they wake you up in the middle of your dream, if they wake you up in the night, even in your in your state of unconsciousness, you can tell us one by one all the verses of the Bible that talks about the fact that God answers prayers. Congratulations! It will do you no good if you don't actually pray. You got to pray for you to have answers. It's only when ye ask that ye shall receive. 
The Bible says, ye have not, because ye ask not. He didn't say because ye know not. You know. You know, ask, it shall be given. You say, where is he? Ah, Matthew 7, 7. That's Matthew 7, 7. Ask, and it shall be given. Uh, uh, seek, and you will find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. In fact, verse 8, the very next verse, every man that asketh, receive it. Every man that, that seeketh, find it. Every man that knocketh, shall be given to him. What about John 14, 14? Ah, John 14, 14, Jesus said, if he ask anything in my name, I will do it. You can quote it for life. That's your business. Congratulations. Until you actually ask you are not permitted to receive you are not pa- that's why i'm very careful around religious people very careful around people who claim to have finished the bible 85 times you can be a professor of theology and be in bondage you know what i mean you are a professor of the- you can lecture people on how to preach you are a prof you have degree in the in Bible study. You have degree in... In fact, you know when they wrote it, you know the Greek, you know the Hebrew. And the devil will still be slapping you every night. Happy are ye if ye do them. The power of applied knowledge. You got to apply. You got to do what you say. You got to do something about what you know. God answers prayers, but you won't pray. Are you going to experience the joy of answered prayers? Also, you know that saving a portion of your income is good. In fact, you you even you even know people who have been able to send their children to good schools because they saved towards they say ah that family they saved now their son is in one beautiful college their daughter is in you know you know people who have been able to send their children to good schools because they saved towards it you talk so much about it because it's such a smart thing to do you talk about it but did you know until you actually start saving a portion of your own income that knowledge about savings will do you no good you will keep talking you will keep you keep sharing news about what's happening in the Bible's life. You won't have you won't have testimony. You keep announcing. Have you heard uh, that man? Uh, they send they bought this. They bought one car. Have you heard that man? They built one house. Have you heard they send their children? You are you are a reporter. You just keep reporting. In fact, what happened to that man is according to Matthew chapter four. You will begin to quote him and ask the scripture to support what is happening in the Bible's life. You will not have your own testimony until you start doing the word. You know that saving a portion of your income is good. You know people have done wonderful things just by savings. But you start saving your own. That knowledge about savings will do you no good. You won't be able to do the things others who save are doing. Because you only know about saving. You don't do it. According to James chapter 1, 22 to 25, that second text we read, James 1, 22 to 25 quoted above, if all you do is read or listen to God's word without practicing what it says, you won't be blessed in all you do. It's not a curse. It's written. You won't be blessed in all you do. It's in the Bible. Open it and read it. You will not. So don't just read or listen to the word. Do what it says. And the blessedness of obedience will find its way into your life. The Bible says give. Go ahead and give. The Bible says pray. For God's sake, pray. The Bible says fast, fast. He says watch, watch. The Lord says forgive, forgive. 
He said, judge not. Don't judge. Help others. Help them. Love people. Love anything the Lord asks you to do, do it. That's where blessedness comes. Some people ran out of wine in Cana of Galilee during a wedding. They needed wine. Jesus said, fill the pot with water for God's sake. What is the relationship between water and wine? But the mother of Jesus had told them, whatever I ask you to do, do it. And they were filling it up. They were filling it up. They were filling up the pot of the pot with water. But what they needed was wine. But Jesus said, fill it. And they did. And before they could say what was happening, the water had been converted to wine. How? They didn't have to know. Just somebody says, obey God and leave the consequences to him. And I like that. You don't need to know how. You don't need to know anything else that will happen. If the law says, do this, go ahead and do it. If the law says, forgive, for instance, let me pick that. If the law says, forgive those who offend you, forgive them for Christ's sake. So that your father in heaven can forgive you. The Lord said, in fact, he went for that. He said, if you don't forgive others, your prayer cannot be answered. He said, when ye pray, forgive. You can look at Mark 11, 24 and 25. When you pray, forgive. So that your father can forgive you. Because if your father does not forgive you, he's going to answer your prayers anyways. Now, you, you, you now say, if, if I forgive, they will think I'm weak. Who cares? Who cares? They will think I'm weak. They will think I'm not strong. They will think uh, this. They will think, who cares about what anybody's thinking? Obey and leave the consequences to God. If people start calling you weak because you obey the word of God, you are a good weak. <laughs> if there's anything like that, you are a very good weak. You are a godly weak. God is happy with that, your weakness. That's how, that's how it works. It is better to obey God than to say you are you, you are looking at the consequence. What, what, will, what will man say? What will somebody say? And how will they look at me? For what who cares? Who cares? The Bible says I will be blessed in all I do. That's what matters to me, my brother. That's what matters to me, my sister. I will be blessed. In all I do, I better start obeying the word of God. So, whether they are calling me weak, whether they are saying I am not, I'm dull, whether they are saying, uh, I, how, can he, uh, how can he just be confessing and be forgiving? How can he, he's too weak, you know, he's not strong, he's not a man, he's not man enough. Thank you. It's better for me not to be man enough and I am blessed in all I do than for me to be man enough and not be blessed in all I do. I prefer the blessings. I prefer the blessings. So when I'm forgiving you, it's not really because of you. It's because of God. God says, forgive. And I do that. I'm going to forgive for Christ's sake. The Bible says, if you don't forgive, God will not forgive your own sin. I ask you, don't you want God to forgive your own sin? Ah, you want? Then forgive others. Whether they deserve it or not, that's not, I don't do any analysis. Forgive them. That's what your father says. And that's the only time you can have happier yay if you do them. That's the only time you can be happy. There's one popular hymn, Trust and Obey, for there's no other way to be happy in Jesus. But to trust and obey. You can look for the hymn and read, you know, read and sing all the stanzas. Trust and obey, 
for there is no other way to be happy in Jesus. We trust and obey. So if you will not obey, you are going to be an unhappy Christian. I don't care how big your Bible is, you will be unhappy. It's very important. Happiness in God's kingdom is not by putting one big Bible under your pillow and sleep. Happiness is not about not missing any church service. Happiness is doing what the word of God says. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. That's how to live. You must live by the word. You must live a word-governed life. Application. You are about to take a decision and you quickly check what does the word of God say about this situation. And you do what the word of God says. That is how to live. That's how to be blessed in all you do. Not just by preaching it or teaching it or lecturing it or, or, or posting it on, on, on Instagram or Facebook. That's not what, what matters is the doing. And God knows who is doing. You can deceive anybody around. You can deceive your church members. You can deceive your pastor. You are free. God knows doers. God knows those who are doing it. He knows. He knows those who are doing it. Jesus said, do those who do his word, I mean, those who hear his word and they do not do it, he will compare them to a man who builds his house on the sand. He said, the rain cometh, the flood cometh, the wind blow it, and the house fell because the foundation was not strong. He went further to say, he will consider the man who hears his word and does it as a man who builds his house upon the rock. The rain came, the flood came, uh, the wind blew, and the house remained steadfast because it was founded upon the rock. Whether you like it or not, rain will come. Spirit, when I mean rain, there will be situations, floods will come, wind will blow, tribulation, challenges of life will eat you, no matter your level of holiness. Things will happen. Situations of life will happen. There's no prayer that will keep them away. The question is, are you going to collapse or you are going to remain standing? And how do you know those who collapse? Those who have been building on the sand. What does it mean to build on the sand? To hear the word of God and not do them. Who are those who are going to withstand? Who are those who are going to stand? No matter what is happening, no matter what the wind is doing, no matter the situation of life, no matter the pandemic, no matter economic situation, no matter what happens, who are the people who are still going to remain standing when all is said and done? Those who have built on the rock. What does it mean to build on the rock? To hear and to do the word of God. The power of applied knowledge. Whatever the word of God says, do it. Do as it says and your life will enjoy beautiful blessings. I told you when I started and you, you need to remember even as I close now. Knowledge is not your power until it is correctly applied. Don't forget. You, you are free to forget my face and my name. Don't ever forget that. Your knowledge will do you no good unless you put it to use. Knowledge will do you no good unless it is correctly applied. The power of knowledge is in its correct application. It's my prayer for you that the grace to begin to apply the word of God, 
the grace to begin to live your life based on the word may that grace come upon you in the name of jesus it's very important and the first place to start is to accept the lordship of jesus christ over your over your life you have not done so you see jesus christ doesn't just want to be your savior he wants to be your lord there are two different things jesus christ is your savior but it's also your lord and who is the lord the lord is the one who must be obeyed so some people have accepted jesus as savior they call him messiah but they don't call him lord it's part of the package jesus must not just be your savior he must be your lord you must be under his government you must be under his control you want to use you want to use your money for something jesus say use it for this thing you have to forget your plan and do what he's saying that's been that's been under a lord okay so you want to accept jesus christ as your lord and savior you're going to be saying this prayer after me and in case you are out there you have only been relating with jesus as savior you have not been obeying him you have not been in obeying him as your lord you need to say this prayer now afresh okay so if you want to do that you're going to say lord jesus say it say it after me say lord jesus i am a sinner i cannot help myself and that's why i need your salvation please come into my life today wash away all my sins and set me free from every bondage that sin has attracted into my life I confess you as my Lord and Savior today. Please write my name in the book of life and help me to live for you alone from now onward. Also fill me with your Holy Spirit and don't let me ever become a powerless Christian. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Oh Lord, we are so mightily blessed. Thanks for showing us that power only resides in applied knowledge and not just knowledge. Thank you for opening our eyes to things we have been taking for granted. Thank you for giving us this exposition on how to begin to apply your word so that we can be blessed in all we do, so that we can be happy. Lord, accept our thanks in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray concerning this, your children who have decided to accept Jesus as their Savior and their Lord. Father, wash away all their sins. Take away their names from the book of death and write their names in the book of life. Beginning from now, when they call upon you, answer them speedily in the name of Jesus. And the grace to begin to apply the word of God. The grace to begin to apply the knowledge you are making available to them starting even by the things you have revealed to them in this episode lord release upon this ones in the name of jesus and together for all of us we pray lord grace to live according to your word so that we can be blessed in all we do release upon us in the name of jesus thank you so much for answering our prayers in jesus mighty name we pray amen praise the name of the lord well if you said that prayer of salvation i want to congratulate you jesus is now your lord and savior okay you are now born again a new creature all things have passed away and all things have become new you are now under a new government okay and if you want to understand how to live this new christian life that you have just come into you want to know how to relate with the lord as your lord 
uh, you want to know more about him so you can become well established in him you want to encourage you to start studying your the bible start reading the word of god and start meditating on the word of god and start applying the word of god as we have said in this episode when you see when the lord shows you something in this word go ahead and put it to practice that's where the blessedness is that's where the happiness is okay and if you also need some materials that can help you become well established in the lord there are a lot of them on our website just visit our website at www.glem.org www.gloem.org there are all manners of publications there in ebook format paperback even the previous uh, episodes of this podcast channel articles devotional materials and all manners of resources that can help you become well established in the lord even if you need some tracts you know to read or to share with people around you to become to be able to win souls for the lord you, there are downloadable ones there you can just click on anyone download it print it out there's no copyright on them there's no copyright on just share uh, share with others and do what the Lord wants you to do. He has said, uh, once you become saved, you are saved to save. So he has sent us on great commission. He wants others to know about him. So you can take advantage of all this, get blessed and share with others around you as well. Okay. And uh, you also need to become part of a uh, fellowship, uh, part of the family of God. You need to find yourself in the fellowship of brethren you need to fellowship with brethren that's what the lord himself wants he wants you to benefit from corporate anointing and uh, you can do that by joining our weekly online bible study you can fellowship with us uh, every sunday 5 to 6 p.m from wherever you are you know in any part of the world all you need is internet access because it's entirely online and we hold the fellowship via a zoom application so you need to download zoom application on your device then every sunday 5 to 6 pm mountain time uh come online and uh, you'll be admitted into the room in fact you can just click on the banner on top of the home page on our website that will take you straight to the room where the meeting is uh holding and somebody's going to admit you as soon as you come online and the lord bless you mightily as you do all this in the name of jesus uh well feel free to follow us on social media Check us out on Facebook, uh, Twitter. You can uh, connect with us on LinkedIn, Instagram. Uh, it's important to do this so that you can be, uh, you can have access to uh, daily meditation that has been shared on these platforms every day, and also keep abreast of uh, any spiritual updates or resources that may be coming up at any point in time. That way, you will be in touch with the ministry and keep benefiting from all the Lord is doing through us. Uh, if you want to communicate us, you want to reach out to us for prayers, counseling. Want to share your testimony, so you need more knowledge about the word of God, or there's something you want to know uh, about the word of God, or probably you want to find out how you can be part of what the Lord is doing via this uh, ministry. Uh, you can reach us via email address, just send us an email. Uh, you can use info at glam.org to do that. Info at glam.org, that's our email address, or simply drop us a voice message using the same uh, platform you are listening with now. We'll respond as soon as we hear from you, and the Lord will bless you for doing that. We really want to hear from you, so please uh, kindly reach out to us. We'll be very glad to read and to hear from you. So thank you so much for listening to this uh, week's episode of Glenn Podcast. If you have been blessed by this particular episode or probably the previous ones, please feel free to share with others around you so that they also can be partakers of what the Lord is doing. And the Lord will reward you mightily for doing that in the name of Jesus. Uh, we're going to be here again for yet another episode by next week if the Lord has not returned. Until that next week, keep enjoying your freedom in Christ Jesus. God bless you. Bye.